Hey, welcome to the Art of Successful Living. My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Today, as I continue the presence of God, I'm going to go over the last of the details of God's divine blueprint for his tabernacle, the Holy of Holies. After the holy place, there was the Holy of Holies. They were divided by a veil made of a very thick, heavy curtain. The veil prevented immediate access into the presence of God. Access was limited to the high priest who would only enter the Holy of Holies once a year to offer sacrifice on the Day of Atonement. The veil was symbolic of flesh and carried the connotation of death. The high priest came before God with the fear of death. He was required to diligently follow the instructions of God so that he would not die because of the holiness of God. Leviticus chapter 16 verses 1 through 5. Jesus signifies a heavenly reality in which God provides a better sacrifice through an eternal veil. Jesus himself. His flesh pins the way or opens the way for all to come with confidence into the presence of God. None can come to the Father but by Jesus. Remember, he says he's the way. And the way means it's exclusive. He's the only way. Ain't no other way. Okay. So anyway, Jesus now is our heavenly reality of that veil. Behind the veil in the Holy of Holies, the heart of the sanctuary, resided the Ark of the Covenant and the mercy seat. The Ark of the Covenant was a sacred portable box made from acacia wood overlaid with gold inside and out. It was made with four rings on the sides so that it could be carried. The lid upon the Ark was made of gold and was called the mercy seat. Over the top of the mercy seat were two golden cherubim with um, outstretched wings facing each other. The ark was considered a source of blessing and miraculous benefits for life. Second Samuel chapter six, verses 11 through 12 to those who honored and respected its holiness. Now, to those who neglected to respect its holiness, it was a supply. You hear me now? A supply of defeat, frustration, sickness, and even death. Numbers chapter 14, verses 41 through 45. The children of Israel regarded it as a source of salvation, power, and strength. The mercy seat symbolized God's sovereign throne. It was his position of authority in the earth. 
Once a year, the high priest would come into the Holy of Holy and atone for and make atonement for the sins of the people by sprinkling the blood of animals on the mercy seat. The mercy seat reveals his design for mankind to come to him for acceptance through acceptance and forgiveness of sins. We have manifested freedom. Did you hear that manifested freedom from bondage, rejection, fear and shame? The mercy seat uncovered God's goodness and his good pleasure to forgive our sins, to fashion us as his sons and daughters and position us as citizens of his spiritual household. Located inside the Ark of the Covenant was a golden jar of manna, Aaron's rod that budded and the commandments. The contents of the Ark give us a picture that in his presence, there is provision for everything needed to live a life of satisfaction, fulfillment, and wholeness. The commandments that God gave to Moses was given to him for them to set their heart on his word and observe to do them and train their children to also follow and do God's word. Because God's word was life to them. It would be health to their body and nourishment to their bones. Deuteronomy chapter 32, 44 through 47, and also Proverbs chapter 3, verse 8. My brothers, my sisters, here's what I want you to know. God's word is spiritual. God's word is eternal. And God's word gives true life. This is my favorite scripture. John chapter six, verse 63. He says the words that he speaks, they are spirit and they are life. So if you want that life, that abundant life that God speaks of, you must know his word and it has to be on the inside of you. It's got to be in you, not on you, baby. The jar of manna signified the Lord God as a faithful provider, like the manna he produced in the wilderness. Aaron's rod that budded was a miraculous work of God's tremendous power to bring new life out of a dead stick. God determines to extend his mercy and bring out of darkness into his marvelous light. His resurrection power to change man in his presence, resurrecting man, resurrecting him from darkness into his marvelous light. The two stones represented the moral law of God. His law defined the relationship between him as Israel's God and they as his people. This signified that life in his presence is relational. You got to have a relationship with God. The key to Christianity is a personal relationship 
with Jesus Christ. The life lived in an abiding relationship with God will constantly manifest a new disposition and conduct. The tables or the tablets or, you know, the the commandments were to serve as a blueprint until God would put his laws in their mind and write them in their hearts. So here's the question for the day. Is God's word hidden in your heart? The goal of this podcast is to influence Christian believers to lead successful or more successful Christian lives as we reflect on the love of God and the word of God. Join us every Wednesday and click that subscribe button so you can be notified when the next podcast comes out. While you at it, spread the news to your family and friends to check out this podcast. Until next time, all my kings and queens, be blessed.